listen to their screams. Greetings, ghouls and creeps, and welcome to Listen to Their Screams, a horror podcast. I am one of your hosts, Dave, and I am joined, as always, by the other host, Ike. Ike, how are you? Oh, man. That's all I gotta say. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, sometimes that's just the way it goes. I've had a very busy week, so, you know, I'm like, oh, man, it's like days like this, I just wish I could drink at work. <laughs> but uh, if anybody's listening from my work, I do not drink at work, though. I just want that officially on the record, in case anybody... I. I don't know who at my work would be listening to this, but if you are, hey, that's cool. But I don't drink at work. So, <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a little frazzled here. I'm just, ugh, had a, I had a hectic <laughs> week. It's time to, uh, time to sit back though, and let's talk some horror movies. Uh, like I said, it's been a crazy week. I, I, I don't, I haven't done a whole lot. I haven't done, well, at least spooky wise, right? You know, I, we've, uh, well, I mean, if you want to call it spooky, I know it's early November, and we've got up the majority of our Christmas decorations. Some people think we were absolutely crazy, but that's just the way it goes. We we have we want a holiday up all the time here in this house. So, and uh, you know, I don't fully let go of Halloween, but uh, when it's time that we can put the Christmas stuff, because you know, what are you gonna decorate for for Thanksgiving? I have a couple of pilgrim figures, but it's like, what am I gonna do with that? It's like you don't you don't put a bunch of shit out for Halloween or for Thanksgiving. I mean, so uh, so I didn't really, I haven't really, you know, it's just been kind of the same old same old this week. I have you, what have you been up to? Anything? Anything going on? Yeah, you know, um, this last weekend, I didn't really do too much in terms of, like, real spooky stuff. Um, you know, uh, I'm really trying to think if I did anything spooky. I, I really don't think I did. You know, especially since, you know, we're winding down from October. Not a whole lot of spooky stuff is out there. Um, you know, I did watch a, a couple of movies. And, and it's yep. all rewatches just because, you know, I, I that's what I do. Um, I went and rewatched... Uh, what was it? Texas Chainsaw. After we watched the Sawyer Family Massacre, I, I had yeah, yeah. an anchor to rewatch Texas Chainsaw. Um, and you know, I really enjoyed the uh, the Leatherface movie that they made. There's like a remake, or no, that was that. I think that was the. Yeah, it's more kind of a continuation, and it's supposed to be like a years later type thing, right? Yeah, yeah, it's kind of a continuation type deal, and it was pretty solid. I is that the in a while. is that the one where the developers were they were they like by the town and are trying to get the invest? Is that is that that one or is that a different movie? No, no, no. That's the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the new one. Um, the what's, one that I will. Yeah, Leather, Leatherface is the one where it's got. Oh God, what is her name? So basically, it's like this fa- this girl. She gets a call that her like aunt died and that her aunt left her something. Oh yeah. Um, and and she goes to the house and. Uh, Wait, no, that's not Leatherface. Well, that's the one I watched. Uh, Leather Leatherface is the origin um, where the teenage Leatherface escapes from the insane asylum. Um, oh, okay. So then I watched. What the hell did I watch? <laughs> I don't know what you watched either. Uh, well, whatever it was, it was the it was just Texas Chainsaw. It's called Texas Chainsaw from 2013. Ah, uh, yeah. Good okay. Lord. You would think that they would have better names for these, I swear. That's one of the what, worst things about Texas I mean, Chainsaw. <laughs> yeah, whatever happened to the good old days of numbering shit, man? I mean, that, you know, it's been, I mean, like me, like I, I finished my rewatch of Friday the 13th, right? Recently, right. I, you know, I watched all the Halloween movies, watched all the Nightmare movies, and I just finished Friday the 13th. I mean, for the most part, you know how to watch those things because they're numbered, right? They're just in order. It's nice and easy. I, I miss the 80s and, and the 90s when it's, you know, the simplicity of just the numbering. It, it, it's just... We need to bring that back, man. It's like every time they reboot or you do that jump skip 
continuation thing they do. They just like Halloween and then they do another Halloween. I was like, what? What? I mean, put something in there to dif- differentiate a subtitle or something. And no, amen to that. That's what I was going to say. Uh, one of the worst things about Texas Chainsaw, other than just the absolutely confusing timelines that they have going on, it's just, yeah. oh man, the the freaking the numbering, like just trying to figure out what you're watching. And not to mention, you have all these different spinoffs and stuff. But, I mean, I could complain about pretty much every horror series with that. Um, But, no, yeah, I just watched Texas Chainsaw. Uh, Like you said, it's a continuation of the original film. um, Takes place in the future. Uh, Has Alexandra Daddario in it, um, who's pretty famous. She was, like, in Baywatch and Percy Jackson. Um, The new Baywatch, I should say, not the old one. But, (laughs) yeah, it was pretty good, though. I enjoyed it. It was was one of those movies, you know, you, you watch it and you're like, Okay, this isn't too bad. I I could watch this and it and it you know it doesn't make me want to vomit. Like yeah yeah. Films. Well after I yeah yeah after I uh, <laughs> <laughs> there it is. That, I see I I have a, like a, a news clipper like we we said we we're gonna try to work Halloween ends into every episode. You just dropped it. I'm gonna drop it in the news later too. So yeah yeah we're we're continuing the streak here. But uh yeah after I finished watching the Friday Thirteenth I went and rewatched the the four Hatchet movies. The, the oh, Hatchets yeah. went through one to three and then Victor Crowley. And I forgot, man, those are like really compact, short, quick watches. I think they're, I mean, they're, I don't even know if they're an hour and a half a piece. I mean, I, I plowed right through those four and uh, I, I like them. They're, they're, they're very, uh, very throwback to me. And uh, I mean, you know, Crowley's just ripping heads open and tearing people's arms <laughs> off and stuff. And it's, man, it's great. It, it's fun stuff. And, uh, but uh, yeah, so that's, that's what I watched. And uh, yeah, it was, you know. I don't know what I'm gonna go to next. Uh, well, me and me and my wife have been watching. We've been rewatching the Scream movies, um, watching that. But uh, that's a little slow moving because, like I said, we're watching that together. So it's like I can't just sit and watch those like I do. So, so I'm not sure what I'm gonna dive into personally next. But I'll figure something out and I'll report it to the world because I'm sure the whole world sits on the edge of their seat wanting to know what Dave is watching. <laughs> tantalating waiting. Yeah, yeah. But but you know what is tantalating, Ike? We're gonna play a game. We're going to play our top three. Top three. <laughs> All right. And this week on our top three, we're going to play our favorite top three favorite Friday the 13th Jason masks. And, uh, man, we had a whole slew of ideas here. And, uh, you know, and this was a uh, this was one of them that jumped. And I thought, man, this is fun. And it, it kind of spun on me watching rewatching the Friday the 13th series. And I thought, you know. And I know, you know, there's not some of them. There's not a whole lot of difference. But when you really look at them, there's there's a little tweaks and stuff. But uh, Ike, you got your top three uh, Jason masks? I sure do. I do as well. So let's go three to one. I'll, I'll start. I'll start this week. You started last time, I think. I don't know what. Anyway, I'll start. My number three favorite Jason mask is from part eight. Jason takes Manhattan. Uh, it's kind of a, a pretty standard definitive mask. It's still got the axe cut. It's just a very cool looking. And I'm very partial. Man, I don't know what it is about Jason Takes Manhattan. I know a lot of people dish on that movie. I love it. I think it's fun. And uh, I think it's unique. And uh, I I like it. So that's my number three from Part 8, Jason Takes Manhattan. Ike, what's your number three? My number three, um, and this one's probably a pretty, I would say probably a pretty popular one. It's uh, the bag mask Jason from Part 2. Just something about the simple, you know, very... Un, un, you know, it's just like you you look at it and you're like, you know, is this person a bad person? And then you get stabbed through the chest. You're like, maybe they're right. just ugly. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the backface Jason with the one eye hole cut out of it. Um, yep. 
definitely a good time. Yep, that's that is my number two was the bag. So uh, there you go, the transition from your three to my two. My my two is a, it is a, I don't know. I know you know a lot of people they you know obviously you think Jason, you think hockey mask, but your first look at him is is with the bag, and it's again, you're right dead on. It's something about the one eye hole. I don't know what that is because you just know there's what the fuck's going on with this guy. Why is he only got one eye hole here? If it was just two, it would be it almost probably look goofy, a little bit or, or goofier. Uh, but with the one, you're like, well, what's going on under this mask or this bag <laughs> where there's only one aisle? And maybe maybe I like the mask so much because, you know, he's like wearing like overalls and shit, too. And it's just the whole the whole deal. But uh, that is, you know, that's our first look at Jason. And uh, yeah, it's, it's it's very iconic. So, uh, yeah, that was your number three. That is my number two. So we're, we're back to you already. Ike, what's your number two? Man, man, moving right along. No. Um, so I think my number two. And this one is definitely going to be controversial. It's the Jason Goes to Hell, the final Friday mask. Uh. <laughs> it, honestly, like, because here's the thing. Obviously, the movie's not the greatest. Um, I, no, I like the movie. Uh, <laughs> but it kind of holds a special place in my heart, kind of similar to Jason Takes Manhattan. It, it's so bad, it's good. Um, but the mask, honestly, I think the mask is really cool in this movie. And honestly, it kind of makes sense. This guy's been through hell and back. He's been wearing this mask pretty, pretty much the whole fucking time. And at this point, it's just fused to his face. You know what I mean? Yep. And so it's super creepy. It's kind of gruesome. And honestly, I, I would think that a de- decaying necrotic corpse that has been wearing a mask for, you know, decades it's probably going to fuse to his face. So I feel like it's pretty realistic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, here's the thing. I'm not, I'm not the hugest fan of, of Jason goes to hell, but you know, when you put it up side by side to Jason X, ah, I mean, I, man, I just, I, Oh, I can't get on board with Jason X too much. And I, again, I hope I didn't spoil your number one, <laughs> but anyway, no, no. <laughs> okay. I don't know, man, Jason X. I just can't, I can't, Oh, I can't get behind. Uh, but yeah, Jason, Jason goes to hell. Ah, it's okay. The, the best part to me is, when you first watch it and that, that, that closing shot of, of, you know, Freddy Krueger's hand coming up and uh, pulling them, pulling the mask down and, and whatever, and, and setting up the Freddy versus Jason movie. Uh, that's, that's pretty iconic. So that brings us to our number ones. And my number one, this to me is the definitive Jason Voorhees. It is the, uh, the mask, just the whole look head to toe from part three. Uh, that is, that is my definitive Jason. Uh, that is what I like. That is when I picture him in my head, you know, the kind of the green shirt, the blue work pants or whatever it is, that mask. I, I'm a huge fan of part three. Uh, I, <laughs> I love watching it now and seeing where they tried to force the, the 3D shots in it uh, with different things. It always makes me chuckle. But that is my number one because that is, like I said, in my head, that is my definitive Jason Voorhees is from part three. So, like, what do you got at number one? So for me, the definitive Jason Voorhees is the Voorhees and the mask from the final chapter, which is part four. Um, yep. I, I, I don't know something in my brain. Like when I watched the Friday 13th movies, like, and you know, and I'm probably going to piss off a lot of people by saying this, you know, I don't hate any of the Friday 13th movies, but when I watch the movies, I'm watching part one, two, and three to get to part four in my mind. <laughs> I'm watching part one, two, three as stepping stones on the road to part four. And I just love part four. Part four is, is my definitive Jason. That's the Jason that I remember the most as a kid watching. I remember the, you know, the machete to the head and the blood on the mask and, you know, the clothing. And 
it's just that is what I would say is the definitive Jason in my mind. Um, and not to mention, you know, Corey Feldman's in the movie. You gotta love Corey Feldman. <laughs> just that closing shot of going, die, die, die. He's just going, yes. <laughs> going nuts. I do like Corey Feldman. I hope, I hope when they, when, whenever, hopefully, whenever, all the the movie side of it, the movie rights are all dust settled and everything else. I'm, I'm, I've always hoped that Corey Feldman can uh, reprise his role. I know they've they've done Tommy with other actors since, but I want to see Corey Feldman one more time in, in a Friday the 13th movie. And I, and I hope, I hope we get it. I hope it happens, but who knows? Uh, but, uh, but again, we've got crystal Lake to look forward to. I'm, I'm still super excited about that. I'm, I'm, uh, you know, can't wait for uh, information and stuff to start rolling out. Um, and uh, I, I'm telling you, by if you go, everybody go read the, the interview on Fangoria about it with Brian Fuller. I'm telling you, I think it's. I really think this is more a prequel to the the uh, the new movie, the reboot movie, and uh, it, I and I think there's going to be some jump and different things, and this is going to be an ongoing thing, and they can do whatever they want. Uh, so we might get a whole new hockey mask, uh, and 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 look that we might get to vote on in the future. Uh, so that's our top three. So before we move on, to, let me uh, let me get our plugs out of the way. I usually do at the top of the show, but I, I got excited about jumping into the top three and just went right past it. So. <laughs> <laughs> so wherever you're listening to us, make sure you subscribe, share our episodes, and then follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd at, at Listen to Screams. It's Listen, that number two, and Screams. I'd like to give a couple thanks. we got to give a thanks to Monica, who does all of our research every week and keeps us informed. And Ike, we're going to give a shout-out and give a little thanks to your wife, Kayla, because, uh, number one, <laughs> she, she puts up with you somehow, and, and, and it allows you to do this. But uh, she's also thrown us a whole list of, of, of ideas for our top three, and mi- many of those we'll explore in the future. Uh, so she's always there. The wives are always there to be sounding boards and to shoot ideals off of. Uh, so thanks to both of them uh, for their support and their help on the show. And as always, we are talking movies. And I know some of these movies that we talk are are old and a little dated. Uh, but spoiler warning. I'm sorry if we already spoiled anything out of the Friday the 13th before I gave a warning. But uh, so be it. Uh, but a spoiler <laughs> warning to the episode uh, for anything we talk. So let's take a little break. And uh, pause for a moment, and when we come back, we're going to talk news and upcoming releases. Listen to Their Screams is now a Fangoria collaborator. Get 20% off your order at shop.fangoria.com by using the promo code LISTEN2SCREAMS at checkout. That is LISTEN, the number two, and SCREAMS. Or you can click the link in the show notes. All right, so not a lot of news and stuff to cover here. we got a couple birthdays. Uh, Heather... Excuse me, I hope I don't butcher this name. Heather Matarozo. Matarozo, excuse me. Heather Matarozo uh, was born on November 10th. Of course, known for Scream 3 and the 2022 Scream. Um, I believe she's uh, Jamie Kennedy. What's Jamie Kennedy's car- character called? I can't. Why am uh, I? I'm like watching these things. Is- I can't remember. Anyway, she plays <laughs> his sister. Uh, so uh, in there. So happy birthday to her. And then Maggie Gyllenha- Gyllenhaal uh, was born uh, November 16th known for her world and Donnie Darko and many, many other movies. His name was Randy. Randy. That's it. How can I not forget? I, Randy, like Randy my, Meeks. <laughs> one of my favorite characters in the, in the, in those movies. I love Randy. Um, and then an anniversary release date, of course, uh, November 9th. I think we did, we dropped, mentioned this last time, but uh, once again, November 9th, 1984 nightmare on Elm street premiered uh, very, very influential groundbreaking. Great movie. Uh, absolutely love. I love all the nightmare movies, but that man, that first one is just, it's just epic. It's it was so it's so great. Every time I rewatch it, I'd absolutely love it. Uh, so let's get uh, let's get moving on some upcoming releases between uh, November 10th and November 16th. 
Uh, available now streaming is Don't Worry Darling. It comes came out on November 7th on HBO Max. Uh, 28 Weeks Later is currently on Hulu. Uh, Night of the Living Dead 1968 is now currently on Hulu as well. And then, of course, Barbarian is still on out there. We talked about that last time where I watched it. It is available on HBO Max. Go see that. That's a great movie. Absolutely. This has been a great year for horror movies, and Barbarian was, was, a, uh, was a great one. Oh, uh, yeah, come, absolutely. Coming up uh, in theaters is The Friendship List. It's got a limited release. It says The Friendship Game follows a group – excuse me. I guess it's called The Friendship Game – follows a, a group of teens <laughs> as they come across a strained object that tests their loyalties to each other and has increasingly destructive consequences the deeper into the game they go. Uh, it's got Peyton List from Cobra Kai, uh, Brendan Meyer from The Guest. Um, I don't know. I don't know about this. I, uh, I, you know, I might give it a watch, but it does not sound like it's in my vein. I haven't watched the trailer for this yet, but uh, have you have you heard anything about whatever it is, the Friendship Game or the Friendship List, whichever <laughs> one it is? <laughs> whichever one this one is. Um, so I have heard about it. it I, again, I don't know if it's like, the, you know, the you know what is it? Uh, Facebook's like listening to me or something. But yeah. I guess it knows that I like horror films somehow. Um, it is called The Friendship Game. I did I did there check that. Um, it comes out Friday. Well, yeah, the, so this Friday, I guess. So it's the day after the, this episode comes out. Um, so, yeah, I did look it up and I did kind of go through like the synopsis and kind of checked it out, the trailer. You know, I will say this much. It does kind of seem more like in the teeny vein of like uh, horror movies. Um, weirdly enough, it's not rated right now, which is kind of odd, but maybe just maybe that not rated, uh, sequence will actually give us a pretty decent horror movie. Maybe it'll be pretty bloody and gory. So I'll give it a shot. I'll we'll, always give it we'll a see. shot. I do like Peyton list. I, I like, I think she's been great in Cobra Kai. So, uh, yeah, that, that's a plus. So a couple other notes coming up. Um, I have you seen the team, the terrifier two team, right? Have a new movie in production called stream. This movie has got so many people in it. Just a few of the names. is Terry Kaiser uh, for Friday the 13th Part 2. Felisa Rose is going to be in it. Jeffrey Combs from Reanimator. Uh, Danielle Harris from Hatchet and uh, the Halloween 4 and 5. Tony Todd from Candyman, of course. And, of course, David Howard Thornton. Uh, Thornton, uh, Art the Clown, is in it. And uh, th- it says the movie, it says, When Roy and Elaine Keenan realize their family is drifting apart, they decide that something needs to be done. Roy forces his work to take a, be- a back seat and they seize the opportunity to recreate a vacation from their past. A peaceful stay in a quaint hotel is just what they need. However, that is not what is in store for them. With four deranged murderers patrolling the seemingly mundane halls, the odds are definitely not in the Keenan family's favor. Roy must fight for his life and those of his family as their simple weekend getaway truly turns into a vacation to die for. And uh, they, there's not a lot of information. It's getting a lot of hype. It's it, They put it out there. Of course, it's it's coming off the the heat of Terrifier 2 and how popular that is. Um, this I, man, I'm telling you, with the, the people in it and knowing that it comes from the team, the Terrifier 2, uh, you know, production crew and, and producer and everything, man, I cannot wait till this movie's out. It, I, I'm already sold. I don't, you, you didn't even have to tell me what it's about. Just the names alone tied to it, I'm sold. I, I cannot wait to watch it. And I can't, I can't wait till we get a trailer. No, oh, yeah, absolutely, I agree. Um, like you said, I mean, you, you put these people together into a, you know any kind of a movie process. You know, David Howard Thornton, I'd watch anything with him in it at this juncture. I think he's so cool as Arts Clown, so I'm I'm definitely willing to watch anything he's in. Um, but no, absolutely, they got a fantastic team. I mean, literally, you could just go through this IMDb and it's just got so many people on this project. I mean, it's just it's incredible. So yeah 100 percent. i'll be watching this movie hopefully it gets a, a limited release uh when it does come out you know hopefully they 
AMC and all these other theaters have finally learned that this production team that gave them Terrifier 2, which I would argue is probably one of the best, if not the best horror movie of this year, is coming out with another movie. So put that shit in theaters because it's going to make you buku bucks. Well, but yeah, I'll be yeah, watching it. <laughs> I mean, when, when you got a team that took a movie they made for a quarter of a million dollars and it just crossed making $10 million box office. I mean, I, I think that gives you a little bit of a, a I don't want to say pool. But a little bit of, you know, opening some eyes. So hopefully, yeah, they, they get lots of opportunities. And if you want to keep up on this movie and what's happening with it, you can follow them on Twitter and Instagram. It's at Stream Franchise. Uh, and other, other news, Paramount just announced that Scream 6, which is the working title for the movie, is now being released on March 10th, 2023. I believe that date has actually moved in from what it was before. So I'm pretty excited about that. It's got Melissa Barrera, Jasmine Savoy Brown, uh, Jenna Ortega, uh, Dermont, Dermont. Uh, Mulroney, Josh Cigarette says the Scream saga continues with the four survivors of the Ghostface killings as they leave Woodsboro behind and start a fresh chapter. It's my understanding that, I don't know if this is confirmed or what it is, but the talk is, I guess, is this movie set in New York? Have you heard that, Ike? Um, I actually haven't heard too much about this, but I did hear that it's not going to be like anywhere near where where it was originally supposed to be. You know, they've been very tight-lipped. We haven't got a lot. I mean, a lot of fans are in uproar because I, they thought we would have got you know a trailer or a teaser or something by now. We've got nothing, so um, it doesn't matter. I mean, I'll watch it no matter what. I'm going to love it no matter what. Um, I know there was all the, the controversy with Nev Campbell not being on board. I, I still – there's still part of me that deep in my gut's like, eh, just – I don't know. You might want to take that with a grain of salt. I've got a – I got a hunch, but of course I was the guy that, that thought Matthew Lillard was going to be the last one, and I would have bet money on it, and it didn't turn out. So I don't know. Maybe I'm not the guy to listen to, but – I, I mean, gotta be a hell of a swerve if uh, if Sidney Prescott is is the killer in this next movie, or dies early, or who knows what. So yeah. maybe not, but who knows? Uh, but again, it's a, it's a scream movie. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be what I like to watch. Uh, so I can't wait. I'm glad. You know, I love it that they they move the date in a little bit, so we don't have to wait quite as long. So, and uh, a couple other real quick news stories that I just came across before we started recording. Uh, you can check our Twitter uh, for a trailer that we retweeted for the movie Witch. Uh, it looks like it's a pretty cool film. Uh, they, they reached out to us and, and asked if, you know, we could show them a little love and support. So we're throwing that out there. They don't have a release date yet, but you can follow them on Twitter at which movie one. Uh, it's a time period piece. I think it's set in the 1500s. It looks very, very well made from the trailer. Uh, so again, go check our Twitter feed and, and you can watch that trailer. And I also just saw that they've announced. Here we go. Here's my, my drop of Halloween ends that Halloween ends now has a digital and a DVD Blu-ray release. It is coming out digitally for purchase on November 15th and then DVD and Blu-ray on December 27th. And apparently this has featurettes and apparently it will have deleted and extended scenes. So I'm very, very curious to see what, what was on the cutting room floor uh, and what they have in it and uh, how it would have changed the overall view of the movie. I'm telling you, if there's something in this, an alternate ending or a deleted scene or something that would have totally reshaped it and made me like it, I'm going to be a little pissed off that it got cut out. So, (laughs) <laughs> but uh yeah i look for that you know of course i'll buy it because i own all the other movies so uh have to buy it but uh yeah so that's it for the news let's catch our breath take a take a break we're, we're churning right through and when we come back we're gonna do uh, our movie review for this week for all jacked up and full of worms so stick around what the hell is this? Thank you! 
right, we're back. And uh, we are going to watch, or excuse me, review All Jacked Up and Full of Worms. It's a not-rated movie. Uh, it's out there. Watch it. And, uh, Ike, we watched this. I mean, I don't know. I don't have a whole lot to say on this. What What did you think of All Jacked Up and Full of Worms? Oh, Lord. So, All Jacked Up and Full of Worms. Um, you know, let, let me preface it by saying that it uh, – if it were possible, it earned its not rated rating. <laughs> yeah. um, if, if if that's a possibility, I know that not rated isn't really an a rating that you were earned per se, but you know, here's the deal jacked up and full of worms. It, it definitely isn't your traditional. Uh, well, I would say a lot of people consider horror. A lot of people consider horror to be your typical, you know, slasher films, your uh, paranormal movies, your, uh, you know, whatever else there might be, you know, exploitation film or, you know, whatever genre it is that you like in horror. There are plenty of genres in horror that do not even come close to describing jacked up and full of worms. So if you're if you're not super into what I would consider to be like pretty like obscure horror, jacked up and full of worms may not be the, the, the movie for you, but. Here's what here's what I'll say about Jacked Up Full of Worms um, as a as a concept. The concept was good. The concept of just having shock, right? Yep. A lot of people uh, forget that shock is probably one of the most important uh, features of a horror film, right? Yep. Are, are is what you are watching shocking you? Is what you are watching asking you to ask yourself? Why the fuck am I watching this? Because a good horror movie at some point will make you think that. And the reason why is because horror is about the exploitation of its viewers. That is that is the point of horror, in my opinion. So I will say that All Jacked Up and Full of Worms did that. All Jacked Up and Full of Worms definitely exploited me as a viewer. It <laughs> definitely made me uncomfortable. And it definitely shocked me. Was the movie good? Not really. Um, <laughs> there were just a lot of things that I think that didn't make sense. I, I feel like um, – have you ever seen the movie Mr. Bean's Holiday? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. So in Mr. Bean's Holiday, uh, Willem Dafoe's character makes like this really fucking weird movie where it's just shots of himself. Yeah. I kind of felt like this was the equivalent in like the horror universe that the guys who made all jacked up in full arms watched Mr. Bean's holiday and was like, you know, let's just make a movie with just the most random shit that we could do. So yeah, that that's kind of how I felt. I just thought it was kind of a bunch of random elements put together. Obviously there was some story there. Um, it just, I don't know. I'm not huge into movies like this to begin with. Like I like some shocking movies and things like that. Weird movies, you know, it's just, I really thought that, like, I, I kept waiting for it to make sense or kept waiting for it to get better, but it just got weirder and it didn't really get better. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. And uh, I, again, I, I will precurse it by saying, yeah, absolutely, this is not my style of movie. And I know I've said that before about other, but it, it's just not, right? I'm going into, so I'm going into it pretty much predestined that I'm not going to, I'm just not going to enjoy it as much as some people. Again, some people may like it. They, this may be their cup of tea. It's not for me. You you absolutely hit the one word that I had in, in, in big old bold letters in my notes was shock, right? You could tell this movie was made for shock value, right? It's it's not made – it wasn't meant to be cute or fun, but it's it's it was made to be bizarre and weird. It was – it's it's like, you know, with the characters, you know, ingesting or whatever these, these worms, 
uh, to get these the, to go on a trip. It's like they were trying to try to they, they wanted you to try to feel what it, that trip was like. And it, it did. It did. The one thing it did accomplish was that that making you feel uneasy. And right. And, and that does work. Right. I mean, there, there's there's something to be said for that. But I, I did. Yeah, I did. Felt it was just a little it was very random and it didn't really have a lot of direction or meaning. You know, I, I know it felt like they were trying to touch and in, in, in points of, uh, of of touching on elements of, of what addicts experience. Right. And how sometimes they're almost, uh, you know, I'm not an addict. Right. I'm not a drug user. So it's, it's hard. I can't relate. But you, you hear that sometimes they, they feel like they, they feel like they're almost prisoner like in their own bodies. Right. That sometimes they're it's like you're not fully in control. Right. The drugs take over. And I feel like they tried to touch on that export. I don't know if they were really that successful, <laughs> but, yeah. you know, it again, I, I, I will say I didn't I didn't really enjoy it. Right. I did. not. I, I was just I felt I wanted it to end. Right. And again, some of that is is wholeheartedly on me because, you know, it's it's it wasn't going to be one going in that I liked because it's just not it's not it's not my style of, of horror or style of movie. So it was already fighting an uphill battle. Um, but again, I, I I didn't I didn't care for it. Was not really impressed. Uh, I, I cannot in any way, shape or form ever see me rewatching this movie. I just don't I, I just don't see it. Right. I don't. I, but uh, but it is what it is. I, I believe the the director, the writer, the, the whole team behind. I, I think this is their first outing. So it's like they, you know, they tried to take a big swing. And it feels like maybe it just came up a little short of clearing the wall, uh, you know. So, uh, but yeah. again, like we always say, you know, go out and give it a try. Uh, it's it's out. It, it came out on November eighth. That it's available on Screenbox uh, to watch. So so go give it a go give it a view. Uh, like we say, we always plug Screenbox. We love Screenbox. Go go subscribe, and and, and give it a watch. See what you think. We'd love to hear your feedback. Uh, but I, I I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna give it my rating. I I gave it I gave it a two screams out of five. Um, it, it, it kind of bordered on me potentially being my first one scream <laughs> uh, movie, right? But uh, <laughs> but I, I gave it two because like I, like you said, it does exploit that uneasy feeling. So I, I gave him I gave him a little bit for that. So I, I'm giving it two screams out of five. Yeah, I would have to agree. I just I, you know when you when you look at the screams like the you know just the ratings like you said I wasn't I'm not quite ready to give this any movie a one. I've not yet watched a movie that has made me feel like a one. Um, and also this movie, it wasn't middle of the road for me. I was, I was very yeah. clearly not entertained for most of the movie. There were some parts that I was like, yeah, that was pretty cool. But like you said, I, I felt like this movie is made for somebody and that somebody is just simply not me. Yeah. So obviously if you're out there, you want to watch it 100% go watch it, support the release, support these people. Cause here's the deal. I saw a lot of ingenuity in this film. I did. So I do want to see these creators make more. I would love to see them take, have their take on a slasher villain or have their take on a, a paranormal film or hell, any other horror movie that they want to make. Yeah, so I do want people to support them, and I will probably go out and buy this movie because I do want to support them. It's just this movie wasn't for me. Yeah, everybody keep in mind there's a lot of really great filmmakers who have made a lot of really shitty movies. So, yes. <laughs> so you know, and and this again, I'm, I'm pretty sure this is their first outing. So you know, it's you know, who knows what's going to happen, right? This could, they could develop. They could be, they're getting their feet wet. So yeah, I mean, support them, keep an eye on them, you know, and uh, and everything else. Just like you said, not the movie for me either, but. We're sitting here saying <laughs> that we've not 
we haven't felt like we've the need to give anybody a one scream rating yet to go that low. But next week, next episode, we're going to watch Thanksgiving and we're going to review that. That might completely change our view because I have everything I have seen about this movie is a. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. But the thing is, I keep seeing the description that it's one of those movies that's so bad that it's good or that you enjoy it. That's that's right in my wheelhouse. So we'll see what yeah. happens. And uh, but the, the movie, from what I understand, was made made to be bad, right? They they didn't have any preconceived notions that they were making anything. So, but seeing as how it's November, we're going to give it a watch. Uh, they they have there's two Thanksgiving movies, right? There's Thanksgiving, and then there's Thanksgiving three. They skip two. I, I guess they're trying to be you know <laughs> clever there and, and humorous. Uh, but let's just stick to the first one, right? Let's don't overdo it in, in this episode. Maybe we'll do three in the future, but. Seeing as how it's November, the, the month of Thanksgiving, that's what we're going to review next episode. Thanks, killing. So uh, it might make you rethink that, not feeling like giving anything a one scream rating, Ike. We'll we'll see what happens. I do know. I, I, I I'm saw, just looking at the cover of this. I'm just I'm just in shock right now. Yes. <laughs> is it is it the cover where it does it plugs on there that like it literally shows breasts and like within the first minute of the movie or something like that. They've, they've put that in there as a, a selling point of the movie. Well, that's one of them. One of them just says gobble, gobble motherfucker, which is great. (laughs) But yes, the other one says warning boobs in the first second. (laughs) Oh, second. There we go. And uh, spoil alert for everybody. And and for you, I, from what I've seen, I haven't watched the movie yet, but from what I've seen, the the boobs are on the Turkey. So we'll see what happens with that. (laughs) I, I don't know that for sure, because like I said, I've not seen the movie, but uh, we'll see. Uh, that's what we're reviewing next. Thanks, Killing. So, oh, like I said, it has been a hectic week. I feel like we just slammed through this episode, but that that's okay. It might be that might be a byproduct of the the wild week I've had so far, and that everything has just been full bore. Uh, so naturally, maybe it was just going to carry over to this episode. Uh, so anyway, thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting. Uh, you know, wherever you do, make sure you subscribe to us and share the episodes. Follow us on those social media outlets we spoke earlier. You heard the ad earlier. We are a, thing, a Fangoria collaborator. So you can go to Fangoria and shop and use the code listen to screams Get 20% off your order. That does count towards new subscribers to the magazine. So go go pick yourself up a subscription to Fangoria. Use that code. Uh, support us. Support them. It is all good. Ike, before we get out of here, got anything you want to say? Um, you know what? It's almost turkey time, guys. I'm super excited for Thanksgiving. I, I, I'll continue talking about it, but whew, I'm I'm excited, man. That's right. Gobble, gobble, motherfucker. I think we got to say that every episode in November now. We got <laughs> somewhere there. I mean, Thanksgiving may not do anything else for us. We'll see next week, next episode. But I think we have to use the line gobble, gobble, motherfucker, because <laughs> I like that. I need a shirt that says that. And I would I'd, I'd wear that to every Thanksgiving dinner I ever go to. So <laughs> I, I like that. But. Everybody already thinks I'm a freak anyway, so who cares if I wear a gobble gobble motherfucker shirt? But so, <laughs> Jesus. but yeah, like like I said that last episode, I'm I'm all about a, a a holiday where the primary factor is eating, right? So, uh, bring it on. I love Thanksgiving food, love it. The more the better. I know we're a couple weeks out, but I'm already dying. I'm ready. So, all right, well that's it. Like I said, next episode, thanks killing gobble gobble motherfuckers. Until then, wherever you go, whatever you do, be good, be safe. And have many pleasant nightmares.